Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining me. And thanks very much to Julie Turney for joining me. Julie is from HR at Heart Consulting. And to be honest, she's a human dynamo. So Julie, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Ben. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And when was the last time you were called a human dynamo? Because I think it's true, but... Never, ever. Really? Oh, well, that's great. I'm glad. I'm glad we've got a, a first here. Um, so folks, Julie, uh, as an HR for HR coach, uh, she helps HR professionals to build their resilience, agility, and find their HR voice while providing a safe space for them to lean in, grow, and thrive. Now, Julie is an author, public speaker, and a fellow podcast host. Not only that, as we'll go into in a second, Julie, you offer coaching, retreats, and public speaking. So that's just half the story. There's some amazing stuff you've done. But most importantly, you just recently celebrated your one-year business anniversary. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Yes, I did. One year down, and I'm yeah. very excited. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how does that feel? feels great. It yeah. feels great to have survived the year of being an entrepreneur in this particular space. Like, I'm really excited but i'm very proud of myself for sticking it out yeah absolutely how yeah. did it feel at, at day zero at day zero it was very like oh my goodness is this suddenly doing the right thing yeah. i was a big bundle of nerves i was excited as well but still like a big bundle of nerves like if this was really gonna work out like i knew what i wanted to do but i still wasn't sure if it was going to work out and so having conquered one year i'm just like anything is possible now that's brilliant so i want to ask what your business does but also what led you to the forming of the business but there was a wonderful phrase in it you've got a great blog by the way Thank um, you. so folks do check that the blog but there's a wonderful uh, little section in there we and i'm just going to quote you now um i have toyed with entrepreneurship throughout my working career as an adult but it only stuck for me two years ago when I registered HR at heart. Mm -hmm. I was still working my full-time job and it was my side hustle for over six years. I just never claimed it until 2019. And today I'm proud to call this my company my pride and joy and the only thing I can see myself doing until my time on this earth expires. I love that. Yes, I love thank that. you. So, yeah, tell us what, what led you to the formation of the business? So what led me to form HR Heart? Um, like I said, I've been toying with it for about six years um, and it was under a different name. Like I said, it only stuck for me after um, two bouts of HR burnout. Like yeah. what I really wanted to, as I was going through my journey of healing and, and processing the things that I had gone through throughout my HR career, because it's so hard to find that safe space as an HR professional. And when I started to find safe spaces, then I wanted to share those safe spaces with other HR professionals. But then I also, having conversations with other HR professionals, realized that we I wasn't alone in this struggle, whether it be burnout, whether it be um, feeling unappreciated in my role and feeling defeated. 
I wasn't alone. And we were all looking for safe spaces. We just didn't know where to find them. And so I decided that as I was going through my journey of healing, I'd create a safe space for HR professionals to just lean in, get information, share resources, um, teach and coach. And that's how HR at Heart was formed. I always believed in leading with heart. And I am an HR professional and it just kind of made sense. Mm. And then along came, I was like, oh, HR at Heart. Yes, let's try that. <laughs> and that's that's how it came about i love it yeah i saw recently online i think it was on facebook actually there's a community they're talking about hr stuff so it's all in-house hr people mm-hmm. and there was someone who was asking about where do you go for um help when you're an hr person and some people said oh, i turn to the bottle others play <laughs> i don't know boxing whatever it is but yeah so it's just such a huge response to the fact that it's a tough job and there's it not is. a lot of help for them. So, yeah. exactly. So how do you help people and, and what does the business do? So I mainly offer HR for HR coaching. So I work with HR professionals at every level, um, whether you're new to HR, new to leadership, new to the C-suite, thinking about your exit strategy from HR. Um, I work with every single HR professional and it varies depending on the needs of, of HR professionals. I have a lot of clients who are now stepping into chief HR officer roles, chief people officer roles, and trying to figure it out. I have clients who are trying to become more strategic and less process driven um, and become more people driven. Uh, I have clients who are completely new to HR and just want to figure out, like, what does my first 90 days look like? What do I need? And then I have HR professionals who are trying to embrace technology, trying to embrace understanding data analytics. And so depending on where people are at, they usually will tell me because as as they're scheduling meetings, I ask questions. Where are you at? Where do you want me to meet you? What's happening? And um, so that's, that's how I work with HR professionals. And then Depending on most of the programs I offer, either three months or six months, I found that at the end of three months, most people come back or they extend for another three months. Sometimes when I have clients for six months, they extend for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just have clients who just check in um, on a monthly basis um, because they just have stuff that's happened in that month that's been really heavy and they just want to offload it. Mm. Um, and I and I allow people to do that and just that safe space for you to do that. Yeah. And then if you want to learn, like if you want to try to understand how to educate yourself and become more less of a generalist, more of a specialist, I can help you with that. I help HR professionals build out their people strategies, their learning and development strategies, understanding succession planning, understanding the HR tech stack. So like everything HR that you could possibly need in a resource, instead of you having to figure it out for yourself, I'm here to support you and do it with you. <laughs> I thought I was niche being a marketing person for HR companies, but wow, you, you are. <laughs> uh, but you, you've got a few different strings to the bow. You've not just got the HR expertise to, all right, this is how you roll out a... Um, learning and development program or some sort of tech implementation or mm-hmm. compensation benefits plan. Um, but there's the other side, which is the the support and just getting things off the chest. Um, I'm curious, you, you mentioned when you talk to people, you ask them about where are you now? Where do you want me to meet you? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing 
that sometimes people don't know the answer to that. They that do right? not. A lot of people do not know the answer to that. Um, and it's funny because a lot of times, funny, not so funny, <laughs> but a lot of times <laughs> when, when people are answering that question in these meeting invites, um, a lot of times people go, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out and I'm hoping that you can give me some clarity. Mm. Um, but a lot of times, and as a coach, you recognize that a lot of times people do know the answer. They just don't know how to get to it. And so that's what this is. It's a meeting of the minds. You do have the answer. The answer is always inside of you. You just sometimes you need a little help to get to it. And that's what I do. I never give people the answer. I just help people come to the answer because it's right there inside of them. They just don't know how quite to get it out. And that's what I help people do. Nice. I think it's that third brain concept I heard about years ago where one mm-hmm. mind, two minds together, we form a, a whole new mind, a exactly. different perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Can I ask you about the way you have um, found and won clients? And I could ask you about that in a minute. Um, but the way you've done it, because I was calling you a human dynamo at the startup. You've just got so much. You've done so much. <laughs> let, let me describe it for some of the people listening. So you've got an HR Sound Off podcast. It's called the yes. HR Sound Off podcast. You've also got that via YouTube, which is, I think, full interviews and also uh, sound bites, extracts, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you've written a book. You've written a journal, yes. which I want to ask you about in a moment. Um, and not only that, you've got, yeah, as I said before, the blog. And you are the, let me check, the lead lead organizer of Disrupt HR Caribbean. So for Barbados, Trinidad and Jamaica. Yes. Um, You've got so much on. Why did you undertake all of this and how have you found it? Has it helped? It absolutely has helped. Why did I undertake? Why did I undertake all of this? Um, So I first and foremost, I'm a mother of three children (laughs) and I spent a lot of my life raising my children and then building my career. So I've kind of lived my life in reverse. I have my, I got married young, have my children, have we had our children young? Mm-hmm. And now we're at that stage where it's like, what do we want to do? Cause now our children nice. are grown and moving on and doing different things. And so it's like, what do we want to do? And I was like, what are some of the things that I've always wanted to do? And I wrote this list of all the stuff that I've always wanted to do, but I couldn't do because I was occupied yeah. being a mom and building a household and I started in September 2019 just ticking stuff off my list and that start I started my podcast December 2019 registered HR at heart um, started sharing my stories and my experiences and gaining clients Um, and then I went to a couple disrupt HR events in London met this amazing lady who is Australian by the name of Katrina Collier. And I, um, at the last Disrupt HR event, I actually met her and I said, Katrina, how do I get Disrupt HR to Barbados? Because I feel like this movement needs to happen in the Caribbean. And she introduced me to the the, the founder of Disrupt HR, one of them um, by the name of Jen- Jennifer McClure. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer vicariously took me on as a mentee (laughs) and she's been coaching me and supporting me um, through um, running disrupt HR events but just being a great human being and sharing her experiences as a public speaker 
running disrupt HR events and supporting me through that. And I just decided, well, you know what? Barbados isn't enough. I need this to be in the Caribbean. And I, then I just, I bought the licenses for Trinidad and Jamaica. And Jennifer was like, whatever you need, just let me know. I'm here to support you. And the disrupt HR community is absolutely amazing. It's a global movement. And I've been. Yeah, they're fantastic. Absolutely fantastic events. Mm. And so we, we started just as we started running disrupt HR events, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So we haven't had been able to get a lot of them off the ground, but we've done a lot of virtual events and we've had a lot of good interest in that. But to get to the point of what you were asking me, um, I started this because I wrote that list of all the things I wanted to do. And I was just like, let me, let me tackle them. And I was, it did seem very daunting at first, but then I remember hearing a quote from Gary Vaynerchuk um, sometime back where he said, you know, when people tell you that you can't do it all, you know, that's for other people. That's a limiting belief. If you think that you can do all the stuff that you want to do, do it. If you fail, so what? And I was like, yes, exactly. That's what I'm going to do. And so at the advice of Gary Vaynerchuk, I've just gone ahead and, and gone for done, it, gone for it, just went <laughs> for it. Like I got the permission and I did it. And it was, and it's been, it's Wonderful. been an amazing journey. <laughs> Wonderful. And on that disrupt HR thing, by the way, uh, I noted that you've got one in Bridgetown, Barbados on March 29th. March 29th. Yeah, we're actually rescheduling that now. Oh, it's, okay. going be, it's going to be February 22nd. Okay. And the, the reason why we're rescheduling it is because, um, and you're going to be the first person to hear this. Ooh. I actually am going to be giving my first TEDx talk. Wow. So it's going to be in March, and that's why we have to reschedule this for HR. <laughs> Man, so there's another string to the bow. This is brilliant. Yes. <laughs> well done. You're the well first done. person I'm telling. <laughs> wow. Oh, well done. Um, so clients, you don't just work with local clients, right? No, I don't. Where my are clients- they? What are the, what are they? What types of clients have you got? Oh, so my clients are based um, all throughout the world, US. Um, North and I should say North and South America. Let me say that Um, throughout Europe um, and Asia uh, and the Caribbean as well. So I have clients like everywhere, which means that I'm navigating different time zones all the time (laughs) (laughs) to accommodate my clients. So sometimes I start, I may have a call at like four or 5 a.m. in the morning. Sometimes I have calls at 10 o'clock at night. Um, but whatever it takes to accommodate my clients, yeah, I get it done. <laughs> so I, I have to ask you because people listening will think, um, so you mentioned burnouts before. How do you manage that? Yes. And that must be in your mind. How do you manage? Because I agree. I'm, I'm the same. Uh, I have things. I run family life in certain hours of the day, which means I, and I have international clients. So I have late nights and early mornings and stuff. How do you get that balance? I work from home, number one. So that's, a great plus for me, which means that in the moments that I have downtime, I'm very protective of my downtime. Um, So I do things like mindfulness exercises. I go for walks. um, And sometimes I just do nothing, like nothing, absolutely nothing. But I also work four day weeks. So Friday, I don't work at all. And I start my weekends from Friday. So Fridays, I dedicate to 
spending time with my daughter um, or discovering parts of my island that I didn't know before. <laughs> and surprisingly, you'd be surprised how many things you can find on such a small island. But uh, I'm always learning something new about my island. And I use Friday to do that. Uh, on Saturdays, is housework, market, that kind of stuff. Mm. But I actually have gotten to a space where I kind of embrace um, just having those moments of downtime and spending them quality time with my family. Um, and then Monday I start all over again, but a three day, a four day work weeks work perfectly for me. Working from home works perfectly for me. And then on occasion I do go out and work remotely. So I go to, sometimes I go to cafes just places that have good ambience mm -hmm. and sit. Like I write most of my blogs in cafes yeah, yeah. or my social media content. I do that mostly in cafes. Um, so it's finding those moments and being very protective of my downtime. I love it. I'm curious, how do you manage uh, the different clients and where they're up to? And do you have an organizational system or is it all in your mind, in your memory? How do you manage that? So all of my clients, I manage using Microsoft OneNote. So every single client that I have has a workbook um, that is designed specifically for them in Microsoft OneNote. And I um, record all of my sessions and I give all of my clients access to their sessions. Um, and everything in the workbook, they have access to adjust, change. So each workbook is different. So when I go to a workbook, I know exactly what I'm doing for each client. Um, but they also have the ability to work in that workbook with me in real time. Yeah. And then I also have a resource hub, which um, is called Hula, um, created oh, by an, another amazing HR professional, um, Nikki Hoyland. She's been um, on the podcast. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I use Hula and that's my resource hub for my clients. So like everything they could possibly need is in there, uh, whether it's learning and development needs, how to create reports. Um, and I use like reports from Gartner, Gallup, um, McKinsey, and I give them access to all of these different reports. We create templates and they have a folder where they can access all of those resources. So it's just kind of like, as people have specific needs, I create stuff, um, but then they all have access to OneNote and through Hula to access everything that they need. Brilliant. Nikki's amazing and yeah, Hula's is. a wonderful, wonderful platform. Oh, that's that's a clever way to run it. That's for sure. What's your advice to people listening who are currently in corporate roles and are thinking of launching their own HR-related business? Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. If you think that you have a business plan that is going to support, fill a need, I always talk about see a need, fill a need. Mm -hmm. If you see a need and you have a way of filling that need, go for it. And be willing to embrace failure, be willing to embrace that as part of your journey and don't be so hard on yourself, but just go for it. If that's what you want to do, believe in yourself, know that there's going to be support along the way. Um, and if you ever need that support, I'm sure you can count on me or Ben to support you or, or the HR community at large, because there's so many amazing people in the HR space. Yeah. that are doing this and that can support you. Absolutely. So you've had an amazing first year. I think people listening will be going, wow, this is incredible. This is very inspirational. What do you see in the future for you and your business? 
so many things. I'm working really hard to partner with more HR tech companies um, because I want to be able to give more exposure to the amazing opportunities that HR professionals have to kind of streamline their roles. Um, so I want to make an effort to partner with more HR tech companies for sure. Um, I want to create a documentary on the story of HR. Um, I want to share the side of HR that people don't see. Again, because a lot of the, uh, what my podcast show does is it demystifies HR. So I always ask at the end of my podcast, like, what is the one biggest misconception about HR that really bothers you that you want to set the record straight on? And I get so many different angles of yeah. what HR is and what HR isn't from different people. And I want to create a documentary to just kind of share the story of HR, who we are at our core as people, some of the struggles that we go through. And so that's something that I want to, that I'm working on for 2022. Um, more public speaking to share the challenges and struggles that we have as HR professionals. I want to bring more awareness to mental health in HR and safe spaces for HR professionals and more focus on developing HR professionals. And uh, last but not least, I really want to also enhance my coaching um, practice and probably have a couple branches of it in the UK, in the US, um, and, and bring on some more coaches to kind of help fill out the portfolio. Because while on my own, I can do a lot with a community of coaches doing similar things, I want to create that network of safe spaces. Um, and that's what I want HR at heart to become, a network of safe spaces for HR professionals. That's brilliant. I can almost feel the the power of the of the mentoring that you've been mentioning. Mm -hmm. um, from, was it Jennifer? Is that right? Jennifer McClure, from, yes. Yeah, from Disrupt HR. HR. Yes. Uh, if someone is listening to this and they think, "Oh, I'd I'd love to be one of those people," what kind of person would that be who would down the line help you expand your coaching? Oh, anyone that has experienced almost every possible piece of trauma you could experience in the HR space. <laughs> I've just found a way to heal from it um, that will be able to give that additional support. Anyone like that. Some of the, some of the war stories I've heard in HR, sometimes they're hilarious. Sometimes they're just terrible, but yes. Some of them are very heartbreaking. Mm, mm. <laughs> a couple last things before I let you go is that the, the the book and the journal. Can you just briefly tell us about that? Because I think that's a fabulous resource you've created there. Yeah. So my book is called Confessions of an HR Pro, Stories of Defeat and Triumph. And I self-published my book and released it in June of this year. Mm -hmm. um, I created, I wrote that book because it was part of my healing process from being in a, in corporate spaces where I struggled to develop my role, um, where I felt unappreciated, where there were things that were happening to me um, and that were happening to employees that I just really felt frustrated about. And so it came from a place of 
I don't want this to happen to other HR professionals. If I can prevent it, I didn't want it to be a textbook. So it's just a journal of stories and experiences that I have had. But then I had 10 amazing other HR professionals who were willing to share their stories as well. And so it's a journal of stories and experiences that a group of us have had throughout our HR careers. And we share our defeats, the moments that we felt defeated, as well as our triumphs, and also our lessons learned. And so it's this one big book of love stories to HR professionals who, if you're new to the profession, it's not just about having a love for people. This is what you're getting into. If you're already here and you're experiencing some of this stuff, it's to let you know that you're not alone. And if you are in the HR space and you're creating bad experiences for people, it's to let you know, listen, this is what HR really is. And if you can't do this, then you need to go away. And that's the kind of um, story that it, Confessions of an HR Pro is. Um, the journal I wrote, uh, I created because, again, I wanted to give HR professionals a safe space to share their own confessions. You know, we always get that one misconception that people have, which is that HR is not confidential. Yeah. And a lot of times that's true because sometimes there are there is truth to many of the misconceptions because it's been people's experiences. But it doesn't mean that every HR professional is not confidential. So in the journal, I give opportunities for HR professionals to share their confessions of what they're experiencing. Um, I teach them how to have how to do gratitude, how to create gratitude journals for yourself how to set goals for yourself and retrospect your goals. And I give like a clear chart of what your career in HR could look like and how you can kind of map it out for yourself mm -hmm. to figure out where you want to go and what you want to do. And then I also guide people to take in like coaching with me. Nice. Yes. Um, last question before I just find, uh, ask about where people can learn more about you, but on the career development side, mm -hmm. there are so many different situations, pain points, use cases, whatever you want to call it. What do you tell or uh, help people with when it comes to, they don't necessarily want to become the CHRO, the, the HR director. They, they don't want to go up the ladder, but they right. don't want their career to end. What's your advice around that? So my advice around that is kind of like, just find your niche, find your sweet spot. Um, whether that's L&D, whether that's um, culture or, you know, analytics, find your sweet spot. Determine what works best for you. If you like recruitment, um, then be the best recruiter that you could possibly be. Yeah. And let me help you do that. Let me help you learn how to not ghost um, candidates, how to create a great candidate experience from end to end but also how to create a good client experience for the people that you work for from end to end as well. And how to enhance your relationship with HR um, as a recruiter. If you want to be a great compliance person, then let me help you do that. You know, be the best compliance person you can be. Understand the legislation for your country. Understand that the policies that you are creating are just guides and always try to find the way to be the best, to create the best policy, the most human policy that you could possibly create. 
if you have to create policy. If not, just creating core values that just help people to recognize that if you do the right thing and you be the adult that I know you can be, then we don't need all of these policies, but we do have these legis pieces of legislation that kind of guide us around how we work. Um, so for me, I think like if you just want to grow your HR career, find your niche and be the best that you can be. Absorb everything about what you want to do. Take that in and use it the best way that you can in your organization. I love it. I love it. That's great advice. Julie, like I said, you've just accomplished so much in, in such a short time. And there's quite clearly, there's uh, so much coming over the horizon and in the near yes. future. So people listening to this, stay tuned and make sure you follow Julie because there's so much exciting stuff to happen. If people want to learn more about you, uh, what should they do next? If people want to learn more about me, go to LinkedIn. Let's connect on LinkedIn. I, first and foremost, because I live on LinkedIn. And that's to your point, to your question earlier about how do I find my clients? 85% mm -hmm. of my business comes from LinkedIn. Okay. Just people interacting with my content. That's how most people find me. Or they listen to my podcast, which is the HR Sound of Podcast Show. Um, people find me that way. Or my website, which is hrheart.co. Uh, and I'm on Instagram as HR at Heart or I am Julie Turney. Either way, you can find me. If you just Google me, you'll find everything. <laughs> it seems that way. Uh, so if you're listening to this on the go, check the show notes and we'll have all the links there uh, that Julie mentioned. But Julie, I just want to say firstly, congratulations on the one year anniversary and, and all that you've achieved so far. And I'm really excited to see what comes next. So thank you for joining me and sharing your story today. Thank you so much for having me, Ben. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.